So I guess we're in the green room, right? Yeah, green room. <laughs> All right, and you are. You I'm are Aaron Comas, drummer. All right, and tell me, this is the 20th anniversary of the. I, I was reading about this. The 20th anniversary of uh, your big album. It is 20 years, and uh, we're re-releasing a reissue of it. This uh, September, we're not doing a tour here, and we're going to go over to Europe and do the same thing where we play the record from top to bottom. Wow, that's cool. Now, you have a website, right? I think it's spindoctors.net. Yeah, but I think it might be down right now because Sony got hacked or something. <laughs> Dot com actually. Spindoctors.com. Uh, spindoctors.com. All right. It'll be back up any day. All right. So so tell me, you guys are all from New York. What's it like to be back home? And, well, I live here still. We all met here 20 years ago or so, and uh, a couple of us still live here. A couple of us move away, but so so okay. So I just drove in from, from the city. It took about three hours of traffic. <laughs> in bumper to bumper traffic oh, on the north this day. So tell me, what in, in the last 20 years of music, what have you really seen change? Because it's been everything. You know, I saw for the soundboard, they just attached an iPhone to the soundboard for house music. I mean, everything really seems to be different. In fact, I, I have a little handheld. Yeah, well, you can do an interview on one of those. That's yeah, you know, and have an SD card and the whole bit. What, what, has, is it better or worse or both? I think both. You know, there's uh, you can get music to people quicker these days. That's definitely a positive sign. You know, any, anybody can make a record, which is positive. It's also negative because right, there's too much. Because it's, things can be oversaturated. So used to kind of have to earn them a little more. I, but I, I think you could go on and on about positive and, and negative. Ultimately, you know, music's in a great place. People are always going to love to hear live music. People are always going to make records. Everybody's figuring out how to get them out to people and sell them. And, you know, I think it might be a little harder for a young band to make a living these days because it's harder to make money. But again, you figure out new ways to do it, and you just keep doing it. And if you work really hard, you can do well. You, 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 must, you must be old enough to remember the day when you go to the record store and you check out the new release. I remember I'm, I'm yeah, 50, I so to, I, I used to love to go. You know, not that long ago, I go to Virgin Mega Store on 14th Street in my apartment. I'd spend a couple hours listening to music, buy some CDs. It's kind of the same thing now. I do the same thing on iTunes now. You know, but it's not the same. I, I miss I miss being able to look, look and see the musicians who played on the records and where they recorded it and. And uh, that's one thing I think that's really missing. I wish that these digital releases would have more credits. You know, it'd be really easy just to... You see it on some of them, but I think every every record should have something you can download for people like myself that want to see who played on it and who wrote the songs. And, oh, absolutely. You know. Well, you know, it's interesting. I saw Tina Turner at um, one of her last tours, and she had a whole list of credits, including the guys who, like, you know, trucked the equipment in. And it was actually touching to see how many people... You know, I think I think the older people who've been around appreciate that a little more than the younger people you know they want to they realize because she's been doing it her whole life she realizes from the from her to the guitar player all the way down to the guy that drives the truck you couldn't do it without every one of them it takes the younger people a little time to figure that out you know? so so who are all the behind the scenes people that you guys it must be an enormous That's amount of accountant right there oh, Elise, right. Elise Levin <laughs> hey Elise you can ask her well, how, well, how, how <laughs> well here's the thing I'm an attorney by trade so you know <laughs> tour manager Matt, and sound man Matt Hitchcock I, I actually was nice enough to meet Matt at the soundboard. I got to meet this fine gentleman over here. Who's Chris's daughter. Chris's uh, grandson. Nice to meet you. Hey, how are you? Yeah, thanks for asking. I appreciate it. Anyway. So you're the CPA? Yeah, hey. I, I'm, He's I'm from, the, I'm from the local radio, and I'm, an, I'm also an attorney. Yeah, you're on the air. But, you know, so what do you want to say about the spin doctors? Are we, are we good with our money? Great. <laughs> A1 rating. <laughs> Both musically and financially. So what do we have to look forward to? 
Well, we're going to play a great set. Okay. And uh, we're gonna tell a me bunch a, bit. Of, a bunch of songs you know, a couple new ones, a couple old ones, have some fun, try to beat the heat. Yeah. What, what, it's like 120 degrees it, out there. So. It, it was 122 in Atlantic City today. Could you imagine? What? 122. Nah. With the real field, the real nah, field yeah, temperature. Yeah. yeah, which was unbelievable. Yeah, it's, it's pretty hot out there, but it's going to be good. So what do you do before the show to kind of get, get in the groove and to get warmed up? I'm talking to you right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, I'm just practicing my prayer littles a little bit here. So if you were to meet a music legend, live or dead, mo- mostly dead, and you could sit down for a mentoring session, who would it be? That's a tough one. Probably... Uh, would it include Keith Moon? Well, I mean, I could go on and on. I don't think he'd give me the best lesson. Though, probably, you know? <laughs> Maybe I'm partying. Yeah, yeah, he'd probably have a really good time with him. I don't know. I'd probably sit down with somebody like Elvin Jones, a okay. great jazz drummer. Um, he's a guy I've always really uh, looked up to. There's so many I could go on and on. John Bonham, you know, Tony Williams, you name it. There's a lot of them. I'm actually studying right now. I just started taking lessons again with a great drummer named Michael Carvin. So I think, uh, you know, as musicians, we gotta, you, never, you never learn enough. You can always keep growing and learning. Do you ever rehearse at the music building in New York? Yeah. Oh, good. I was just there the other day. Actually, oh. I, I took a lesson with this guy there yesterday. But I've, I've, you know, I've been going there for years. So there it is. We're yeah. actually going to be doing live shows from the music oh, building. Cool. Yeah, so I'm going to be doing shows. In fact, uh, this Wednesday, I'm going to do my, one of my first recording sessions down there. Cool. So I'll look for you. All, All right. right. Well, hey, All right. It's Rich Salman. Thank you so much. Right. 88.1 FM. And thank you for your time. And have a great show. Thanks for the opportunity.